This episode of the, of the podcast is brought to you by Tone Up Club. Tone Up Club is a personalized personal training studio in Park Ridge on Cumberland and Higgins. Um, we do an array of boot camps from cardio kickboxing to high intensity interval uh, boot camps. We do kettlebell and TRX training. We do one-on-one training, two-on-one training, youth training, all sorts of training. We do it all. Um, use promo code Donnie at www.toneupclub.com to get 25% off small group training. If you're interested in getting in shape for the summertime, talk to two, three of your friends, get together, go to the Tone Up Club website, buy some small group training, use promo code Donnie to get 25% off and start working at Tone Up Club today. The personal training staff is phenomenal. Uh, they're a bunch of smart guys that are passionate about fitness and interested in really helping you achieve your fitness goals. Okay, uh, so go check them out. Put your hands together for Donnie in the machine. Now let's just start talking about, I mean, we have conversations and having conversations is the best way to get attention. It's the best way to talk about problems and issues. And you have been talking about the issues in education now for quite some time. When you came here last, you were episode 11. You are firing out episodes <laughs> crazy, man. I appreciate you being here and taking the time out to talk to Donnie the Machine. It's awesome. <laughs> it's always good, man. It's always good. You guys are crushing it too, man. Just literally and reading the book yeah yeah well i read the book that's done with i was i was scared when you got that book because i was like "Uh oh dude he's, I can't, he's gonna blow up yeah well here's the thing like you read the book and as you're reading you start to get all these ideas yeah and it's hard to keep reading the book yeah because all i want to do is okay well okay this sounds like a good idea the podcast the youtube channel the instagram the facebook the twitter and all this stuff right. and it's just like information overload and you you got to start acting. And I, if you don't start acting, then, you know. I can't read a book like that straight through. I like I like have to read like 5 pages at a time, set it down. Like it's it's there's so much information in it. Like, there's so much content in there. Yeah. I got to give it to the machine. He hasn't read it. Yeah, he's, I haven't read it. Yeah. He's not on the Gary V train. He's like, "Oh, it's the same shit all the time," which it is. Right. You know, but like the message behind it ignites you. It ignited me. Yeah. And No, th- I I agree that it ignites you, but it's I don't need to hear it every day. I agree. Yeah, you know right. I mean? No, yeah, yeah. You got to. I mean, because if you are right, like if you're if you're listening to them constantly, right, like you're it's doing like, something wrong. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. No, I agree with you. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, we're human beings and we're flooded with emotions. Right. So we're high and we're low. And yeah. sometimes, like even I'm sure you have these same feelings when you're doing your thing. It's like, what am I doing here? Is it? Yep. Am I wasting too much time? Is this really worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, no one's watching it. Or I get a couple here, a couple there. Good things happen from it. But yeah. like sometimes you doubt yourself, yeah. and sometimes when you're doubting yourself, the Gary V voice yeah. through a podcast or through a book or through a video, it's like, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Like you need a reminder sometimes. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It's that's important. True. It's important. But conversations start, and then your mind starts going. Right. And I think ever since we started the podcast, a lot of things have manifested itself, like mm-hmm. music, my individual endeavors, Sabri individual endeavors. Right. You know. I'm sure like you've done the same thing. So you were 40 some episodes in, Yeah. like what are some of the changes that you've seen so far and some of the things that you like are liking and, Oh man. Um, just learning from people. Like the more people I interview and I talk with, you just, you, you take pieces of them and you, you're like, okay, so what, what, what are you saying here about education? And everybody has such a different look at it. It's crazy. Um, and I just love soaking it in and seeing where people are. Like uh, people will talk about, okay, I like college. Uh, I like this part of college, this part I don't. Um, I've learned a lot, even, you know, I'm not anti-college, but I'm just like, there's so many other routes to it. Um, I'm learning how people are actually creating businesses while starting pieces of their education. Um, it's it's how people are just totally like no debt. I don't even want to look at college. It's it. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many avenues. I'm just trying to to flush out some commonalities, um, and looking at a lot of personalities really when people mm-hmm. are just jumping into their next their next realm of education. So yeah, man, it's wild. You do a lot of them. And would you say the overwhelming majority of people? And I've watched a lot of your stuff. Would you say a lot of them don't go the traditional route or when they're in the traditional route, realize 
maybe the end outcome of this education isn't exactly what I want. And then they put the debt next to it and they put whatever other negative ramifications with it. Would you say the yeah, overwhelming yeah. majority oh, yeah. of I would people say we talk to are like that? Maybe a handful or less went straight into college and then four years done. Like most of, most of my people I'm interviewing are either just bouncing in and out, uh, dropped out, never went. Um, yeah, it's it hardly any of them are going to what they're sold at, at the high school level, sure. right? You're going to sure. go right into college and stuff. So it's crazy. It is crazy. But, you know, like you have these opportunities. Your parents have influence. Your friends have influence. Sometimes you don't really know clearly. Like I can think back when we were in college or when we were about to go to college, Sabri, and, you know, it was what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's essentially right. why we did it though. right it's we didn't know sub- what we wanted to do right. no we don't know and we just knew we had to go to college yeah <laughs> you <laughs> know but, but i think if you're honest with yourself and this always goes back to honesty with yourself and with your with with your peers and with your family and whatever if you're honest with yourself eventually you would realize once you got there is it for me do i stick right. it out or do i not Right, you right. know what I mean, and you go on your invent your own endeavors, and you figure things out as you go. But a lot of the people that you talk to are fairly successful, man, and they have mm-hmm. a they have a good message to give out. Yeah, you know, and I think it's really awesome of you to go in and get these stories. It's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm spreading out. I'm looking at possibly going to South Carolina for a couple of things. Um, we've been to Oakland. You, um, you're doing yeah. a lot of things. You're doing yeah. guest yeah. speaking. What was the, the yeah. last one you did? August uh, or April 27th. Uh, that was 1871. That was Novus Club. Uh, How did that go? Uh, I'm sorry oh, I couldn't great. go there. No, it was it was fantastic. Um, you know, it's it's uh, Maine, East and West. Uh, they're entrepreneurship clubs. They don't have it like within their curriculum right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh and Isaiah, who are the co-founders of it, um, invited me to be the, uh, the keynote speaker. Dude, and I, so he, awesome. Basically, Isaiah just sent me... Um, uh, a preview of the video that they did and I just got chills like right before you caught me in the car. <laughs> I mean, I was in there watching that. It's cool. I, it's really cool to see the, the students, you know, and in, in the video I was like saying, you know, your, your, your peers right now are sitting in a classroom and you're sitting in the technology incubator of the world right here in Chicago. And when you, you got to frame it up, you know? So mm-hmm. a lot of the students I'm talking to right now in high school, are they they're questioning and that's good you know I it's have, very good i have a lot of them like talking with their parents and and you know having conversation about okay what what are your expectations of me but what really are my own expectations um which i think in yeah. turn is the most important the yeah. individual the high school kids their own expectations what do they feel strongly about right you right. know i think that's super important now Here's something I really want to get into with you. Your message is very controversial. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it's perceived well within academia. Right. Talk to me a little bit about some of the pushback that you're getting from administration. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's got to be. I mean, your message is question everything. Right. Question higher education. Question some of the things that we're doing. And someone like you who's been an educator for, what, 16 years? How yeah. Long? Uh, I'm 18 total. 18 yeah. total mm-hmm. years. You know, you got into a rhythm. You got into a groove. I'm sure you've, you work with a ton of other teachers who've been in the same spot for 20 20 plus years Mm -hmm. and they get into that same routine and when somebody comes in and talks about changing shit up it may leave a bad taste in people's mouths so how have you been dealing with some of the pushback um well first off you have to understand where the pushback is coming from our schools are rated by you know graduation rates and and numbers college acceptance acceptance and things like that um but if you go deeper and you start looking into how long students actually stay in college or what the graduation rates are as you go across the board they get they start dropping off real quick Hmm. um especially for you know uh, marginalized students um you know different ethnic backgrounds and things like that you're going to see a huge disparity yeah you know and no i know that and so um on a school report just look at any school report card the first thing that comes up is what's the test scores and you know what is the college acceptance right that's how we rate school. So of course, administration is going to say, yeah, that's what we need to do because that's what our taxpayer base is looking for. Right. It's just, it's not, it doesn't work. It doesn't, I mean, it's it not, it doesn't work. It's so. not what's in best interest for the, the kids. Right. And right. the kids are the future 
of our society. Mm-hmm. This next generation is going to be running things. Yeah. And we need to do what's best interest for them. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like the traditional style, what's supposed to look good on the school report card right. isn't what's in best interest for right. the next generation. Yeah, I mean, some a lot of the pushback, I don't really get pushback in my school. I mean, I get like, you can't fight the truth. I, I don't know. Like yeah. people just get uncomfortable because they're comfortable. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. And when you're, when you're looking at like test scores and, and all these different things, I mean, that's, it's easy, but I'm i I'm a huge believer what Jack Ma, you know, the owner of Alibaba, right? Like mm-hmm. he's like, knowledge is dead. It's, it's not about not, I can find knowledge anywhere. I mean, we can look it at is phones. everywhere. It's everywhere. I can I can literally take college courses right now if I want. I'm not going to get the piece of paper. I keep going into that. But we we need to teach beliefs, values, uh, teamwork, um, independent thinking, and how to help others. That's that's curriculum. That's where it's we beautiful. need to be going into. Um, because we're really, I mean, what what are companies? What are what are entrepreneurs looking at to be successful? You got to be, um, well, you got to be a creative problem solver. Got to be nuanced. You got to understand and work with people who are not like you. Um, and basically you have to be adaptable to change. So where, where is that in the curriculum? It's very interesting. No. What, what, yeah. do you, what do you say to people getting into the education field who are like inspired by your message? And, you know, you go in as a newer person, a newer teacher, and maybe the, your message isn't as perceived, you know, as well mm-hmm. because you're naive, you're young, you're mm-hmm. young and, you know, new into the career, new into the field, and you get looked at with this negative persona. Like, what do you say? What do you say to that? Yeah. Um, well, you know, A, that that is something that's happening. Um, our younger teachers coming in, not only our school, but schools across the board, are like, this is wrong. Why are we doing it? It's rare that you see a newer teacher come in and say, yeah, this is exactly the way it should be. Um, we should have test scores and, and all these right. things only. Um, and there's there's a lot of people who are starting to get upset about that. And the burnout factor is coming faster. Um, it's like, how, are we going to have good teachers in the future? You know what I mean? It makes me think mm-hmm. a little differently about putting more kids into like bringing offspring into this world. Like what's the education system going to be like? You give right. me hope. Like you give me hope. You talk about things that you want to change up and it's, mm-hmm. it's inspiring and it's great, but I'll, I'll take my personal story, you know, out there. I want to put it out there, but I mm-hmm. was that one teacher who like was newer and right. I questioned, Hey, why, why are we doing it this way? Right. What's the benefit besides the school report card? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the top 10 cut classes in my department are top 10 PE classes. Right. Right. They, we get the, all the kids get to choose what classes they want to go into and they're still cutting. They still right. don't like it. So right. what are we doing wrong? Right. How can we change it? And I'll tell you, man, it wasn't perceived very well from an administration standpoint they didn't like me questioning right and it didn't put a good taste in their mouth and you Mm -hmm. know it with all the conversation that we talk about with the podcast and you know not working for the man and Mm -hmm. doing your own thing and being in a creative and following your passions like you know i would get ideas and it pushed me to like want to do my own thing right you know what i mean so in essence a a great school is losing a great person, a great teacher. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not the only one. Right, right. There's more yeah. that are like that. It, it depends what, what, what your culture of the school is because as, as I'm shopping around, as you know, I'm, I'm moving to a yeah. different school. Right. Um, there, there, is, there, are, there are people who get it and, and who are balancing the, the collegiate, the academia with the, the soft skills, if you will, however you say that. So, um, you know, that's what I was seeking out is seeking out, uh, a, a better culture. Um, so you're going to, you're going to see that if you look around enough, um, it's, it's hard to find, but it's going to become more and more apparent because it has to be because results are results. You right? give me hope, man. Yeah. I'm glad. Well, thanks. I <laughs> hope, I hope that more, you I'll, know, administration and schools catch on to this nuanced way of thinking because it's only going to help the future of our well, think about it like generation. so you know i i always it's i use uber as a verb right like they're gonna get ubered so whichever school tries something first and does it well you know everybody says school sucks 
Everybody so, says, uh, and so no one it, wants to be there, including the teachers, including the kids, and it just makes right. for this shitty environment. <laughs> but like, if if you if you suck again, like no one's gonna care. So why are you not trying, right? So, but there is there there are little pieces, you know, like Barrington started the uh, incubator edu like program, right? And now it's like an uncharted learning is there is the uh, not for profit, but they they literally started it, you know. Um, they took a risk, you know, did they change everything Did they get rid of all AP and stuff? No, but they're working these things in. Yeah. And those are the types of things. And now there's a hundred and some odd schools that have this, including our school and the school that I'm going to. Yeah. Because it's an awesome program. This like independent learning style. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel that's going to, that's going to grow because it has to. Otherwise what I'm going to do, and this is my end goal. Well, not end goal, but I'm going to, I'm going to create a, um, a, um, a gap year program, right? So kids between college and high school. Exactly. In my last, actually, on the last disrupt education, it was Sydney Babington. She she was a, a she is an, a great athlete, um, a student. You know, she had to she had to do a lot of things in high school, and she talks about the fact that she needed to take a step back and like I need to just see what I actually who I actually am. Sure, I could because you to get that. lost, right? I mean, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. um, so. And, you know, she was completely honest about it, but that's, that's what I want to do. We have a lot of students who go into business after high school, mm-hmm. but they've never, they've taken one or two business classes. Maybe they don't understand, you know, I just want to do a business. When, when you peer, when you ask them the question, what do you want to do more? They're like, uh, I don't know. So I want to, I want to expose them. Yeah. Like I want to expose them. What does them that to, mean though? I want to do business. Yeah, it doesn't do have business. any meaning. I said the same thing. You yeah. know, I want to go to DePaul because I want to do know, business. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. No, there's but, so much aspects of business that it's like, what do you mean by well, business? How, like how would a business degree help you in the real world besides get a, a job for a fortune 500 company and be like a nine to fiver, you know, mm-hmm. working overtime with really, you know, incentive, the only incentive to make more money is bonuses and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff and staying late and making sure quotas are hit. Right. You know, like how right. is that degree going to help you more? I mean, it, yeah, I, that's a good question. I don't have an answer for that. I mean, it can make some, you know, hypotheticals probably if like somebody's like working their butt off and, and making the contacts in the college and, and, you know, trying to get from A to B, uh, doing extra work and different things like that. But if you're going to, if you're going to go through college and just basically, I'm going to get my grades, I'm going to do this, this, and this, which how a lot of kids think. Yeah. Well, I mean, so we, we mistake achievement for success, right? So achievement is you getting a goal. Like you did something. Achievement is the actual diploma. You've achieved that. Success isn't that, but people think it is. Mm-hmm. Success is actually the feeling you get when you're when you're doing something that you love to do. And yeah, maybe you're making money at it, maybe you're not, but that you're being successful. So that's sure. a, there's a big difference there, but people think they're going to, once they get the diploma, it's like, ooh, I'm successful. And like, welcome to the not. club, <laughs> right. hundreds of thousands of people that have the same, what separates you from the, the other guy? Right, yeah. You know, why yeah. are you unique? Mm-hmm. Why do I want you to work for my company or why are you unique enough to start your own company or your right. own YouTube channel? Find your niche. That's what kids got to be talking about mm-hmm. when they're 14. Yeah. Like figure out like who you are, figure out like what you want to become. Right. You know, and dabble into a bunch of different things. And and I, I know you mentioned like bringing, bringing kids into the world and something like that. And I was right there. That's funny you said that because um, I've always thought about that. I'm like, uh, you know, what? I'm going to bring kids in this world and you know, you're always thinking this is scary and all this stuff. Um, I have a 13 year old and almost a 10 year old who are rocking um, it by the way. Yeah. Thanks. They're well, doing their I mean, thing on mm-hmm. social media. That's what too. you have to do as a parent. Right? Like, so my, my son loves cars, right? He's coming out. I'm telling you, we <laughs> talked about this last time, but good. Like he's, you know, he's washing cars, like go, yeah. you know? And then now he's on Facebook and basically it was funny cause he, he was getting texts. Uh, from this dude, some dude, and said, I got five vans that I want you to, to clean, blah, blah, blah. And basically it was a phishing scam. You uh, know, this dude was right. like trying to get credit card information and all this, which it was a great learning experience because, you know, I was monitoring it and I was like, hey. Um, so by the end of it, I was like, yeah, cash is going to work. So if we can't do that, 
you know, let's just drop this. Right. The guy never texted back and it was a number out of Texas and everything, but I got to teach my son that, right. He's not going to learn that in school. No, no. Um, my daughter, again, like her first biggest thing. And I'm sure is like, even with my disrupt education, your podcast is when you first put yourself out there, you're like, Hmm, there are people that are going to not like this. I might screw up or whatever. And that's your biggest hump. It's an ongoing battle. Exactly. And she put it, she put her first one out and then, you know, I just like passed it out on, on Facebook and said, Hey, check this out. And you know, a lot of people have started looking at it and she's like, dad, I got like 10 views. I'm like, yeah, do you got any thumbs down? No. Okay. That's Good. cool. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Keep rolling. Mm-hmm. And by the way, some people are going to look at this and think it sucks. So what, you know, yep. that's how you I mean at, at 10 years old, if you can tell somebody, somebody's not going to like you and they get it. All the better. It's huge. It mm-hmm. is huge. It's yeah. huge. So it is. let me ask you this, man. Um, what's the uh, w- in the hallways at your school? What's it look like? Kids walking around with their heads down, buried in their phones. Is that a problem? Um, now, right now, it's like the burnout, right? So yeah. here's the funny thing. I just had this conversation with a, uh, a colleague of mine. Um, your seniors don't care. And here's why, because they've already got into their colleges. Mm-hmm. So they're like, why am I going to play your game anymore? Your game was to get into college. So it's just like you can kind of see them. They're him hawing around and everything. They, they just don't. Class. Uh, right. I mean, they don't, they don't really understand, like, you know, there's no better time than right now. Uh, I mean, I teach business. You know, I can imagine, you know, something like in a math or anything like that. But these students, like I, I have students on a, uh, on a portfolio and they're creating it. So I'm like the people who do their portfolio the best are not the ones that are like, I checked off everything. They're the ones that get it in the mindset that this isn't for me, the teacher, this is for them. And, and the students gotta be like, this is mine. And I'm going to put out there what I know. I'm going to put out there what I'm good at because we're like in education. I said, look, I'm not, I'm not asking you for, to tell me what you're bad at because you've been told that your whole life. Yeah. I mean, you got to get on the asset model. You got to put yourself out there and say, this is what I'm good at. And this is what I'm going to do. I mean, I have authors, I have artists, I have, uh, this one uh, young lady who builds like backdrops to stages and she was showing me her 3d models and like the angles in our own, um, big auditorium. It was like crazy. I'm like, you're like 16, 17 years old and you're doing this stuff. I wouldn't have thought about this, you know? Um, and they're just good at it and you just, you build on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I think, you know, at the end, at the end of the year, students just get burnt and now, now you have AP testing. Yeah. So if you're not an AP, then it just looks like, you know, there's signs. I just filmed one today. It said, please be quiet. AP testing going on. And it's, to me, that's a slap in the face to the kid who's not an academia kid, right? Um, I get it. Like you, you, you want hold those the phone scores. because there's somebody else yeah. that's got more priority over you. Exactly, right <laughs> and that's how people read it. Yeah. And, it and unfortunately, it. you know, you, if you empathize with the students who aren't in that realm, and you can't just shove them off to the side or try to figure out how to shove them into that AP testing realm, which we're kind of doing. Well, what we, what, what I'm trying to do is trying to figure out, okay, so how can I get that kid the skills the fastest and then the, the connections to make some things happen in their life? For sure. For sure, man. Um, it's, I'm, I go back to the cell phone thing yeah, because yeah. I, a lot of times, especially the young ones, like they get sucked into this comforting spot right. where it's like, okay, well, I don't have to have conversation with you. I can right. just be comfortable looking at my Snapchat or looking yep. at my whatever. And, you know, even when it's, you know, it's the time of the day where they're just kind of waiting at the, the, the hallways for the bell to ring to go to the next class, you know, <laughs> instead of them talking to each other, right. we have 16 kids in one clump buried their heads down, not right. even talking with each other. Now, mm-hmm. you know, that's not everybody, mm-hmm. but a lot of them it is. And I, I don't know. I'm not sure that the future of high school should be, with the cell phones as freely yep. as they are. I just, there's no discipline with them. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't get me wrong, man. The only reason why we're doing this right now is because of the technology we have. Sure, yeah. I love my cell phone. It helps your business. It helps my business. Mm-hmm. It helps Sabri's business. And, right. You know, social media marketing and, and, and making videos and Snapchat is all important. Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. It's just that with kids, 
there's no discipline. Right. And at the time when they need to be social and those brains that are developing and the habits that they're going to form and the characteristics that they're going to form, they're talking to each other much less than just five years ago. Mm -hmm. And what, like, we don't know what the negative ramifications are down the line. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like I said on the last podcast, it's the beginning of the devolving stage of humanity, which is (laughs) very extreme. But (laughs) at the same time, it's like, if a 13-year-old doesn't have any discipline to get his f- face out right. from the games and the Facebook and the Snapchat mm-hmm. and all this stuff, by the time he's 27, is he going to have like those skills to interact with people that are in our generation? Right. Is it going to be harder for us as you know that older generation to deal with the new generation because right. they don't have those social skills? Mm-hmm. Um these are the questions that I ask, and we have yet to understand or know what the answers are because right. this technology hasn't really been around that long. Like it's in its infancy still, and people don't even realize that it's got a lot of good. It yeah. brings a lot of good, right. but it also, without discipline, can be harmful. Sure, I think uh, we need to. I need we need to curricularize it. That's a tough word to say, <laughs> um, but I think we need to we need to understand you know a couple of things. Now, with with my daughter, she's nine or ten, right? She'll be ten soon. Um, she has play dates. So they're FaceTiming while, you know, they're in each other's house. So those types of things are happening. So there is social interaction happening. Like so in school, look, school school sucks. People are like, Yeah, I don't I don't want to deal with this, so I'm gonna go poke my attention right here. The difference between them and you and I are when we go to our phone, it's about business. Yeah. Right? It's about here's I wanna I wanna throw a brand out there. I, I learned a mm-hmm. quote. I wanna read something. Um, and it's slowly evolving to that. Um, we just don't have control like on a computer screen, like I can see everybody's computer screen, right? Um, when I watch certain students on phones, yeah, they're there. I've had students scroll for forty eight minutes, right? Um I think we need to curricularize it. I think we need to do it at a younger age, and I think we need to have them understand just like any sort of, you know, crazy, like, thing that can happen to them, like crossing the street or anything like that. We need to we need to show them the damaging parts of it or in the positive parts of it. Sure. So um, I don't. it's not going away. It's not um, going away. It's it, not. But I, I will tell you, though, um, if you look at statistics, kids right now say they have – more friends that they interact with than you and I did when we were kids. Interesting. So, and and it is like, so my son doesn't really do it much there, but he does it on his computer when he's like working on his 3D models for cars and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's in chat groups and they're talking with each other. It's mm-hmm. not quite face-to-face, which is very important. So to my other point, what we're creating is a technology leadership camp. And this is what uh, Professor Daryl Allen of the Mentorship Institute and I are putting together. Um, we're going to be down at M Hub this year in Chicago, and we're putting together a project management um, um, professional, a Scrum Master, right? PSM one, uh, level one uh, preparation course, and then we're going to add, you know, your social emotional learning to it. Beautiful. So you can, so the people who code stereotypically sit in a corner and they code and they pound it out, but they can't talk to the rest of the business in their languages, right? So there's there's a huge problem there. Um, I was talking with a couple of people, uh, one of them was in uh, United Airlines, and they were like, yeah, our business side does a waterfall, which is the old school project management, and then the tech guys do the agile, which is scrum. And he's like, yeah, we don't talk to each other at all. And I'm like, you just told me your problem, right? So. Mm-hmm. So there's that's a yeah, there's a disconnect. Yeah. So those are the things that we're putting together um, now. Um, so, you know, when these students come out of school or their their project managers or whatever, they understand that you actually have to communicate this with somebody. Um, and we're going to do, you know, the the leadership things, you know, all the different, you know, trust things and the and the circles and those types of things with it. So, yeah. Interesting, man. So that's the next step for disrupt education. I mean, you're yeah. really you're really putting together something that's like an actual visual real thing from just stemming mm-hmm. from this conversation or yeah. stemming from conversations, yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Which is wild. 
uh, same thing happening for us, you know, like writing music and yeah. putting out more podcasts and whatever. It's just the beauty of this medium, and I'm really happy for you and what you've been doing. Like, you've been an inspiration to me, dude. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, I mean, uh, I follow you guys. I mean, this guy's tearing it up in the uh, techno <laughs> world. I don't know. Let's uh, talk a little yeah. bit about Sabri's music, because yeah, he's, yeah. usually, uh, he's usually uh, on the quiet end. He is pretty quiet. He's kind of like <laughs> I'm just I'm soaking there. it all in right now. <laughs> you know, he's a perfectionist. This guy. To a you, point. Where were you just at, though? You were just out of out of the state, right? Were you guys on vacation? Was yeah, I was in Florida. Time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking us. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be gone in July too. All right, yeah. He's, <laughs> He's going for a whole month, Macedonia. Yeah. Oh. Going back to the motherland. There you go. So, but here's the crazy thing, right? Like he can still communicate. Like you can still it's make so things much. happen, right? When I was a kid, I couldn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But now I, it's like, hey, what's up? It's like I'm here. Well, that's <laughs> we the, could even we could probably even podcast while I'm out there. That's right. how crazy. Yeah, it is we now. Could, yeah, that, we, we could. totally could. Yeah. But that's the beauty of technology, right? You know, mm-hmm. when you know how to use it correctly, mm-hmm. a lot of good things could happen from it. I just, like I said, I think there needs to be a discipline. Like, yeah. you know, use it when you need to. And that's he it. actually did make a good point though about like how the kids say they have more people to interact with because social media. Now that I'm looking back. I've met a lot of people with similar interests. The difference is I'll go to the events and I'll meet these people yeah. and I'll interact with them. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. But I've made a lot of new friends just based off social media. So it has its... 100%. I'm not know. saying that it's not it's bad no, I know. stretch. I know. But, but the like, point is getting out there and interacting with people. He's kind of curmudgeon today, isn't he? He's yeah. He's kind of... I think I think there's a huge there's a huge value in this though, Pete. Yeah. yeah. So the sitting down, the talking, Absolutely. the interacting, the knowing how to handle something being told to them, right. whether it's in a good way or a bad way, or just being able to brush something off. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. like if somebody or a group of people don't learn that discipline, they're gonna they're not gonna be able to to take criticism. They're not gonna be able mm-hmm. to like handle things emotionally or be emotionally stable for long term or right. you know, these are just the questions that I raise looking at things from a health standpoint. Sure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I like it. There, there's no question that there's so much good that comes from all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But there is a downside, and I think we have yet to determine or understand what the long-term effects are. Right, right. Which makes everything seem, oh, it's okay, it's fine. Sure, they yeah. can be looking at their phones all right. the time for ten hours a day. You know, I do <laughs> yeah. this. I do this thing with my freshmen, where I, I made them download this app called Moment. Yeah, yeah, I and have it, it. I was just going to mention that. Do you have that? Yeah. yeah, it's very important because it tracks they hate all. It. I'm sure they hate it because no, they because they're scared. They realize how much time is lost. You yeah. know, when they say, "Well, I don't have time," or "I'm too tired," yeah, it's yeah. like, "Well, let's take a look at how long you were actually on your phone." Right. And what was it? Five, six hours. Yeah. Well, how many of those hours were actually productive? Right. Were right. you playing games? Were you just you know snapping people or right. whatever? Which is does great. It, does it tell you what they were actually using? Yeah. 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 It, it tells it, you it all this. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they get a good idea of what they're using their phone for. Mm-hmm. And when you say, "Oh, I didn't have enough time for exercise. I didn't have enough time to sleep," you know, dude. There's another thing too that really grinds my. <laughs> yeah, but if ears. I open that app on your phone, it's gonna look like you're messing around all day too, even though you're not, because <laughs> it's gonna be Instagram, Snapchat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Well, there's there's got to be an app out there. Or they're gonna create one where it just says, you know, you can set your own limits. And then, you know, that's another thing. And when you're done, you're done. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to get like 20 minutes on Instagram and then that, then it'll lock it up on your phone or something. I mean, I'm sure there's something there. there, Yeah. I don't know. An idea. Somebody's got to come through, make that happen. (laughs) Make that happen. Somebody figure it out. Right. (laughs) No, it's just, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. But like, I I feel like. You get my point? Yeah. I know. I get your point. I get your point. But as an adult, (laughs) you know, that's grown up the majority of my I, life no, I understand. without this crazy technology you know like I, i'm able to put it down when i put it down and i know i just understand there's a time and a place it's hard right. to tell that to a 14 year old right, right 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 you know because you give them a bunch of candy and sugar they're gonna eat it sure they're yeah. gonna they're gonna take the most right. addicting thing that light right. the games the um, di- the different amount of games you can play the, all the people that you can interact with all the shit that you can see <laughs> there's just like an endless amount of entertainment from that device you know you know what's interesting is when i watch most to my like um, vlogs and different things on YouTube, I'm on the treadmill. So oh, and now when I do that, I've seen my daughter go down on you know and and put her iPad up there. It's great and and watch some things. Um, so I can catch like a, a keynote address while I'm you know 
trying to finish my my cardio and different things sure. like that, which I need to do a lot better <laughs> though. Well, no, but it's, yeah. it's a great so point. I think like those types of things that you know you you can you can teach that to students, um, you know, and that comes with the cross curricularization of you know you take a, a PE class and and you put the kids doing something where they can actually watch something else and see what happens, you know, like throw up a, a history channel, something that they're learning in their history class. And I think that would sure. be a cool experiment. I know, think to so see. too. So I think so too. Like it's like, that's something I'll do on a day to day basis, whether mm-hmm. I'm exercising and I'm listening to a podcast, right. Whether I'm driving and I'm listening to a podcast yeah. or when I'm home and I'm watching a podcast on my TV, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, I'm, I'm trying to engage mm-hmm. with as much knowledge or information as possible just so that it can help me just learn new things stay current help me in my field help me with you know what's out there or like even just get inspiration from all these Mm podcast podcasters you know it's like okay what are you guys doing how can i you know take a piece of you Mm -hmm. make it a little bit of my own and right and work with it you know like yeah we use it for inspiration it's great i mean to to your other point like where people need to get together i think one of the things that we're doing and i'm gonna give a shout out to like carlos font who runs vertibiz um he's creating an app to bring people together um from different like areas and such and and you know he's just an amazing guy um and we've done some speaking engagements as well. So we're trying to bring high school students into shared workspaces so they can see that, you know, that's why these shared workspaces exist. And there's there's hundreds of them across, you know, even in Chicagoland is where if you sit at home and you're working on your own, right, you, you're there's only so much you yourself can do. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants the help because they're like, I want all the glory and everything. Ego thing, man. Right. And it's, I, even I have it sometimes. We like, all you do. Know? Yep. And, it's a constant battle. But once you get into a shared workspace and you're working with others around you and conversations are happening, um, we were doing a speaking engagement at uh, the second shift. Um, and Levi Bear is the one who runs it. He's a co-founder of it. And there were three different business people working in the corner and one of the girls, her, her website crashed like right there. So if you're on your own, you're probably like, you know, who, how am I going to Google this? Somebody else comes in, saves the day. I bet. This guy. Yeah. He came right over. He's like, do you have a, you know, she was like, ah, oh, I just crashed. I need some help. And he's like, well, I designed him. So I walked right over there and then conversation happens. Boom. So, you know, I think those, those spaces it's a great idea. and those things, but I think we need to get students out of rows you know, because we are, we are, we are putting them in their own little pod, if you will, mm-hmm. in, in classic traditional schools. Right? right. So now we're putting them in a pod with their own little device. And now we're like, don't talk to anybody, figure it out. And then if they don't want to, they just, they get distracted. So I think environment. So like the PE thing to me is very, I, I think there's so much more and I'm, I'm, you know, you, you were questioning, um, you got into a culture that didn't really want to hear you. Um, That's the truth. But guess what? Like now you're rolling out your own deal and you're going to put some different things out there. Um, and that's, you know, so you have free will to actually start creating your own. And that's, there's some power there, man. Yeah, no, like, I've, I've been doing stuff like that and it's been great. It's been crazy. You know, I just thought that I would be able to do it in an institutionalized setting. Yeah. You know, and, and just like I said, like I, the, the inspiration I got from you, like let's take a look at what we're doing and mm-hmm. analyze it. Is it working exactly how we right. want it to? And if not, let's like talk about the things that aren't working and change things up, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know. If I, you think about the PE, which I don't know a whole lot about and, and the, the, the health models and everything that, that you've studied, um, doesn't most of that stuff that goes into a traditional system, doesn't it eke its way in through what you're doing now? Or does it, how does it show up? How does PE evolve or has it? It, it, it totally has. What are you, you going to say? I just feel like <clears throat> PE has been on the decline for years. Like well, people, the, you can't get the kids into it. Well, we do this. We've been doing the same stuff for 50, 60 years. The yeah. same fitness testing, push-ups mm-hmm. to a, a, a count. Oh, right, up, right. down, up, down. Mm-hmm. The mile run. The mm-hmm. stuff that people dread. The stuff that it's really hard to do, and it gives kids a really bad taste in their mouth for fitness. Right. Especially early on. Mm-hmm. You know, they associate fitness with all oh, this running and push-ups and sit-ups and how many did I do and that being a grade. And they're worried about that. Right. Like, that... 
I don't know if that's the best idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that it's state mandated, but, you know, we take the time to get the raw data for how many push-ups <laughs> Edgar can do and then test right. them later on after yeah. he's done a whole semester of racket sports. Right, right. And then, like, how is that How is that <laughs> smart? You know? Right. So it makes let's, no sense. It right. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, and it just turns people off, too, you know? So, like, I look at a lot of things in PE from a fitness standpoint, from mm-hmm. a fitness professional standpoint, and right. then I'm like, okay, well, what things can we do to change this? And mm-hmm. should it take three weeks to fitness? test everybody right. two three eight people at a time do we yeah. is, this, is this really the right way to do it mm-hmm. you know and like i said it just wasn't perceived very well and mm-hmm. you know i'm a, i'm i'm a i'm not i would yeah, i guess i would say that i'm an aggressive guy mm-hmm. but you know as respectful as can be it's just that you know like i said it wasn't perceived very well in the, mm-hmm. the spot that i was at and i've jumped around to, from school to school mm-hmm. i've been in different areas and um I don't know if it's just if it's something that I want to do again and try to fight the fight. You know, yeah, I'm like, right. like people don't want to change that have been in a department for X amount of years, mm-hmm. 15, 16 years. Right. And, uh, you know, it's not something that I want to do and go ahead and change the minds of other adults that have been doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again. I'm not into that. I'm right. just into being an inspiration to somebody who's looking to get inspired. Right. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of kids out there. And, you know, I've been a, a personal trainer for over a decade mm-hmm. and I've learned and I'm continuing to learn all the different nuances of fitness, the yeah. different nuances of, of dieting and nutrition and like the literature that's out there that says whatever it is like i'm a big proponent of a high fat low carb diet a lot of vegetables carb cycling Mm -hmm. you know eliminate the 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 starchy carbohydrate eliminate the sugar and uh senior shakes bro yeah i'm like like watching (laughs) you on on instagram yeah like there's a lot i mean this is not just me making this shit up like this is this is out there and there's a lot of professionals that are preaching this and Mm -hmm. like a lot of the textbooks still say in health in the health classroom 65 percent of your daily intake should come from starchy carbohydrates cereals bread and granola the food pyramid that's still out there oh my god and there's a (laughs) lot there's a lot of health teachers that don't know what ketone bodies are or like how like you know eating a higher fat diet produces ketone bodies and how your Mm -hmm. brain and your body will utilize that as more efficient fuel versus carbohydrates carbohydrates has this place don't get me wrong but when a human being just keeps taking in starchy carbohydrates and sugar all day long and don't doesn't utilize it for energy which is almost impossible to utilize all that energy that the sugar is putting into their body and it just gets stored as body fat right, and this right. happens over time and there's kids that are 10 to 14 years old that are getting type 2 diabetes right right that used to be a 45 55 year old thing yeah you know what i mean not a 10 year old thing so, and that's because like people are ignorant they're misinformed we don't know how to teach it and i'm coming in there talking about a high fat low carb diet people mm-hmm. look at me like high fat is that safe well what yeah. about cholesterol right. this and that dietary cholesterol versus blood cholesterol just heard this on you you just said this you just put that out yeah this yeah. is a, this is a whole nother thing you know yeah. and uh like i am I'm a, I'm a, I don't consider myself an expert in this field, mm-hmm. but an enthusiast, somebody right, who sure. loves this information and loves all the different types of perspectives that are coming out about this. Right. And like the evidence is out there, man. Well, I think, I think, you know, part of it and, and I've talked to, um, uh, the, a greater good foundation, you know, those guys, Cody Cotton and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so what, what they're trying to do is trying to figure out, okay. And even the school in Oakland that I went to see that they're rebuilding is what, what the students should be growing their own stuff and then actually cooking it while they're in school. Right. And so then now they're actually seeing what you're talking about there. You know, you get somebody like yourself in there who is understanding of the starches and all these different things and you you make it real for them tangible right because parents don't know right like it's it's like mm-hmm. you know even with like the phone thing and everything like you know i know parents are just like uh my kid i'm i got things to do like watch tv so mm-hmm. here go get on you you know mm-hmm. so it it comes to the point where you know there is that line where you know where does a school come in and actually become in loco parentis right the the parent um but in my new model, what I'm looking at and what I'm learning, and actually some of this is from what I'm watching you do, is bringing students to the table literally and having them cook for themselves and seeing the science of food and health sure. together. Why are we not doing that? Well, because science is in room 100 and health is in room 500. You know, and, It's and, ridiculous. And here's but. another thing too. like. 
health and PE are looked at from administration and not all administration, but mm-hmm. is looked at as a kind of like a joke. It's like, oh, if we That's need true. to, if we need to see this kid for a council meeting, we can take him out of health. Same thing. Or we can take him out yeah. of PE. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay, this is stuff that yeah. we really need to learn and yeah. understand. There's so many adults that don't know right. about how to eat or mm-hmm. how to structureize their food or how to structureize workouts. It's just, you know, this never ending line of ignorance right yeah. you know and i i'm passionate about it and i like the, the only thing that i want to do is have the conversation mm-hmm. let's talk about it right let's talk about well i mean let's i mean let's get to it right like so there's three ways that you change a system inside the system ground up which we all we all want to do because we're in it um tear it down and rebuild which there's only one school in the nation right now that's doing that and that's the one i visited in oakland oakland the golden gate academy mm-hmm. Or to start something different outside, man. Which is what you're doing right now. And then you're kind of doing it as well, you know, as, you, as, you're, as you're learning. It, it's not necessarily a high school student or, or an elementary school student or a middle school student. But think about that. Like, what if I could put together and a whole bunch of people are going to listen to this and like, yeah, I'm going to take that. But what if you put together like a group of 10 students in a, in a camp-like thing and say, okay, we're going we're gonna to do a workout and then we're going to cook. You know, and you put yourself together with some of that. Yeah. You know, parents would pay for that. No, for sure. Like, yeah. which I'm, I'm already doing. I'm putting together yeah. like high school camps, like workout, like a special, like volleyball teams, small mm-hmm. group training for like hockey yeah. and soccer and football and what have start, you. Start small, prove your concept. And yeah, go, man. for sure. So like the, what I'm responsible for is putting together a workout of like, you know, let's say 10 to 15 kids mm-hmm. and then talking to them about how to fuel your body properly, how yeah. to recover properly, mm-hmm. the importance of sleep. That's another thing that like I wanted I wanted to bring up earlier is that yeah. these kids don't get sleep. It's mm-hmm. nuts. You know, and partially because they're probably on their phone or playing right. Fortnite or whatever. Like <laughs> everyone's got their escape. But again, right. the right. discipline needs to kick in and that's what you can learn from exercise. Yeah. Gary V didn't sleep. Yeah, he doesn't sleep. Six hours. Maybe. Gary V's probably <laughs> Gary V probably takes Adderall like crazy. Oh, I was up till four AM last night. Look, man, that's you look like it. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I didn't know that, that one up. <coughs> Excuse me, but that's like, it's a it's a real problem, and that's right. another thing. Like, like well, we know the long term ramifications of sure. not sleeping eight hours a night. It's environment of school, though, right? Like, if you you got eight meetings a day. I mean, we can get into this like where this. There's no wonder like a kid is ADHD and all these different things because you know there's legitimate behind it but then there's also environmental right sure so, which is so right like massive. you're you know okay how do you dive deep into something at 48 minutes right so all we're doing in in, in schools right now in traditional education is checkboxing things mm-hmm. right okay i know a lot of counselors there's a lot of great counselors that i know that are like yeah okay i'm going to go deep with this kid and understand what they want but a lot of them are like, you know what? You need to check off this, check off this, check off this. Oh, this semester you don't have to take PE, so don't worry about it and all these different things. It's all checkbox. Yeah. We don't get deep into what that student really is good at. Well, it's at. the same thing as with test with testing too. Yeah. It's like how is that even a great form of assessment? How, you mm-hmm. know, it's like okay, just pick the letter of whatever answer you think best fits this right. and circle it in and mm-hmm. that's it. Do you really retain that information? Right. No. You know what I mean? So, like, it's just, like, is what we're doing beneficial for the next generation? You know? And I think you're doing a great job of keeping asking those questions. Yeah. You know? I'm going to break out of it, though. I'm going to create my own, man. Which is great, man. You know? Because you have to. Because what I want to be is I want to be the the one where the parents start asking, why are are these kids over here at this cool kind of weird school thing? I don't even know if you want to call it school, but this learning area just doing way better than our students. Why aren't we pulling that in? You know, and that's, sure. that's where I want to be. And what, like, what are your plans for accreditation? Is there any plans for no. that? I, I don't know. I, you know, I, in a gap year program, you don't need anything like that. Um, you know, accreditation is basically a money game. I mean, let's be honest. Well, of course, you know, oh, you, everything, I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the, the college board, you know, look, they're, they're starting to change some of the APs like they are. Then as a matter of fact, next year I'm teaching an AP theory course where the students have to create something that works in the test. So to me, I'm, I'm curious. I got to learn a little bit more about yeah. that, but I mean, the college board is on pace for making, it's a not for profit, which still means you can make money in there. They're on pace for a billion dollars next year. So, so jacked up. Yeah, I mean, there's there's money to be made here, but you know, 
I mean, results are results. Sure. So sure. Like, could you say with your like in between program, like uh, they took this course and got the experience you know but i mean is that even as good as no saying? i don't i don't i think you know if they walk out of there understanding about what the hell they're about to get their next level of education in then that's what they need to do i don't, I don't want anybody to be like me when they walk in their senior year going through an internship and just say what the hell did i just do i don't want to do this you know you know i don't want i don't want students to go in and drop you know forty fifty sixty thousand dollars on a year and they wanted to be an engineer and they had no idea it was like this. And they're like, yeah, that sucks. I don't want to do that. So mm -hmm. you know what? I'm going to go like, you know, wait tables or something and try right. to figure it out. So I want to give them that opportunity beforehand. Yeah. That always right. amazes me how they're so certain that I'm going to be an accountant. I want to be an engineer. It's because somebody's told them that. But you haven't tried. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. Right. You know, it's funny because like my, um, my brother-in-law, he's a ear, nose, throat surgeon. And one of the first things they do in med school is they, they give you the bone saw and like, you know, you're going to chop a cadaver's leg off. Right? right. And then half the people faint out. It's like, why, why didn't we Just, do this day one? Right. Yeah. right? And before yeah. the person went pre-med and put all their time and money into this, right? Cut that leg off and see how it makes you feel. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's the truth, right? man. Well, because as a surgeon, you got, you got to do that, you know, yeah, like you're going to have to do that stuff. It's so. crazy. Yeah. Of course, man. And, you know, like I said, you go through and you learn, you make these mistakes, but hopefully it's not a $50,000 mistake. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because it'll take you a lifetime to recoup that with interest. Right. Yeah. Like the interest rates are ungodly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's, but I, I will tell you what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the eternal optimist, even though I'm a Sox fan. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, this right now, like with the technology that we have and, and the freedom to do things and communicate with others, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, it was teacher appreciation week like mm -hmm. last week or this week or mm -hmm. I don't I think it was last week um, where a lot of people were putting that Facebook out like, yeah, all I want to know is what my students are doing and please connect. Yeah, I saw that. Well, that, that's great. And it's, it's kind of a cool little thing that people are copying over. But I've like been doing that, right. so I get to see you know right. my students mm -hmm. and keep those connections and, and grow networks with them. So that that to me is worth its its weight in gold. And For I think sure. it's a great time right now where we're education is is moving, f learning is moving faster than education, and that's where things get crazy and and people get uncomfortable and everything. But I like that realm. I really do. And I, I know like, too, you know, like you like it, you guys like it because it's, it's, it's where you thrive in. you, you either lay down and die or you, mm -hmm. you push through and say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. And I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to jump into something and yeah, and I'm going to see what worked and what didn't work. And then I'm going to continue what worked and then drop what didn't work. And we're yeah. going to yep. do it fast. Yeah, no, that's yeah. great. And, and like there, there's so much learning that you can do using the internet. It's ungodly, right? Like like you said, learning is moving faster than education. It's just that administration lags. They yeah, don't sure. want to. They don't want to make these changes. Mm -hmm. And the majority of admin doesn't want to make these changes because they're afraid of how it's going to look to you know taxpayers, but board members, think, parents. Think of this though, and I always say this, right? Well, don't stare at the bench when you're playing the game. Like, play your game. And and you know, in education, I, you know, our whole semester in uh, small business management this year was an experiment. And um, it was the project manager, or the, uh, the scrum masters. So what we did is we took half of our class that was, we asked, we were like, who wants to get certified in scrum, which is going to be something that you usually pay $1,200 to prepare for. And then how many people just want to run a business? So the, the class split on their own. We didn't tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Professor uh, Daryl Allen and, um, taught the kids, you know, how to work through scrum on their own. Um, we tested them. Um, we had every one of them didn't make the 85%, but we had four students who made 80% on the test. We raised the money for it and everything. We had one student come in from outside and taught himself scrum and got certified. So we have a 16 year old PSM one student and now they're working with these students who are actually getting their money, right? Like they're, they're selling stickers, they're selling candy and all these different mm -hmm. things like mm -hmm. uh, t-shirts. And now these groups are working together. And so what, what do they walk out of, out of the class with? 
experience life experience bingo like they're they're running a business they know how to market they understand how much money they need to put in how much talk to people yeah oh yeah make a sale exactly like like that's (laughs) such an underutilized skill if you know how to talk to people and make a sale and sell the shit out of your product or even better the product sells the shit out of itself right right. you just got to be there to like maintain everything exactly like that's the most valuable thing you can take yeah and you, know? and you just got to run with it, man. Like that's, that's what I'm doing in a traditional system and it worked. And you know, even if it didn't work, you tell the students, look, I just failed in front of you, man. That's cool. Get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Get, get comfortable. Failing. With it. Yeah. Take, take the punches. Um, and I, you know, I got to tell you though, it's, it's really cool because all of a sudden now we're getting all these, all these people who are like, Hey, wait, you're doing this. Can, can, can you come and have, uh, teach us this and we're like well we're going to take our students and you're going to pay them and they're going to go into your camp there and you're going to pay the students and so they get the experience of running you know project management so it's a cycle i mean it's you know it's simple stuff it is I simple. Mean, it's, you know but here's another thing that i think mm-hmm. of like how do you put that all on paper i don't <laughs> i really don't i, I videotape it we've uh we've it's we've amazing we have like i mean if you go to my website um you know, peterhostrosser.com or disruptededucation.co. Yeah. And it, it causes people get pissed and it's cool. That's if, <laughs> if you're not pissing somebody off, you're not doing anything right. Yeah, right? exactly. So, um, but yeah, the, so yeah, it's all there. Like I have a video and we show that video and the video, by the way, was made by another student and that student already got hired in Oakland because they saw what he was doing. And like, wait, great. He did, he did my 1871 speech. I paid him to do it. I'm like, take the day off of school and we had, I had a meeting with this old man. I'm like, this sounds weird. A teacher's <laughs> going to hire your kid to go downtown and, and you're going to film them do a, a keynote uh, address, but here's what he's going to get out of it. Um, it's a great opportunity. Absolutely. We're never going to forget this. It's Bingo. better than some test. Dude, hundred yep. percent. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you all the way through. And, it just makes me sad because, like, I I feel like Don't I was be sad anymore, man. Well, here's sad the thing: like, I feel like I was implementing these things, and sure. I feel like I was doing that yeah. as a four-year teacher, like right. doing my thing. And you it, know what works? You just don't know where it works yet. Yeah, you shouldn't let it bother you. It should yeah, be a blessing now that you can. Do it is. It. You can do it from the outside and 100%. do it your way. You just see the opportunity lost, and it's just like any kid, right? Like it's. It's a kid who you're like, you, you see him sitting there and you know they're just going to get nailed in life, right? I see it all the time. And because you care. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, why you're, that's why you're worried about it. I mean, you care. It's, it's not that I, I know that I'm already finding the place where I'm doing my thing and yeah. it's awesome. But like, you know, you spend time with these kids and you mm-hmm. build a relationship and you build a rapport and damn it, you start to like them and they yeah. start to like you. Yeah, right. And they understand like, hey, maybe you got something that could help me out and you right. know, you build that up, you build it up, and then it doesn't get perceived well by a handful of people. They get pissed off about, mm-hmm. you know, the way you go about your your day or whatever. And <laughs> just like that, boom, all those relationships that you've yeah. built and, and started right. six months in, yeah. see you later, dude. And it's yeah. like... This is how this is how you're gonna treat people. Yeah, you know you're turning people off to the profession, and like that one school is just going backwards. Well, there's there's a lot more than one, but yeah, I mean there are, and you know what? It's it's people are gonna move where things are working. Yeah, I mean they it's are. just really sad for the the relationship that I built with these kids, mm-hmm. and and I truly mean that. Like yeah. this is something that I invested in, and mm-hmm. to 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 think that it wasn't perceived well is like shocking to me, right. and. It, you know, it's just weird. It's just weird. Like, <laughs> I put my whole heart and soul into this. Like, I'm intertwining with people like you and, uh-huh. you know, Jen Camisher was here. Yeah, we yeah. had such an awesome conversation. Yeah. My friend John Binish was also in administration. So, yeah. like, I'm talking with all these admin. I'm talking with other teachers. I'm talking mm-hmm. with people that are influencers, people that are successful in business and, you know, whatever it is. And, like, I'm having these conversations. I'm influenced by them clearly and it and it and it shows in my teaching whether right. i'm teaching a class in a health club or a studio or mm-hmm. a, you know a pe class where i'm doing driver's ed whether i'm coaching the array of like ways that i would teach in different environments that i right. would teach like it would come out mm-hmm. like in my eyes like i was doing something really good and i was developing personally from mm-hmm. it like i felt good doing it i felt free i felt like i was in flow state right right you know when you're like kind of just watching yourself kind of just go yep, and yep. you get out of your way and you got to remind yourself to get out of your way if you are in flow yeah. if you are doing things that you're calling you know just do your thing and just don't 
overthink it. Mm-hmm. Get out of your fucking way and just go. And I was feeling that, man. Yeah. You know, doing what I was doing, and it's just an it's just an unfortunate thing that it happened the way it happened. And mm-hmm. like, I'm okay to say, it. like, I my contract didn't get picked up. Sure. Yeah. Because because of my questioning, because mm-hmm. of that, and clearly, I still didn't get a, like a legitimate answer why. Oh, you won't. You know, you and won't. they don't have to give me one, right, and I realize right. that. But you but, know why. Yeah, I do know why, and it's right. it's unfortunate, and it's sad to those kids. And I hope I hope you know these kids listen mm-hmm. to this because a lot of them do. Yeah, uh, and they understand. So like, you're still you're still teaching, man. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I'm still an influencing. Yeah. I'm still teaching, and I'm doing it my own way. And <laughs> you know, and life life goes on. Hey, life you goes know, on. I mean, you t- you you took a punch. You know, you did, and you know, with with. You know, there's, there's power struggles. There's all these different things that happen. You know, I've, you know, I'm in, you know, I was in one for the last four years. Yeah. And finally I was like, you know, it's, it's just, I'm hitting, I'm hitting a ceiling and I've done all I can here. Um, and now I have parents like emailing me saying, uh, wait, I heard you're, you're going somewhere else. Yeah. You know, can you, can you help my, my student, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, like I'm not going to disappear. Right. So right. No, um, I'm in that same boat. Yeah. I just wish I could have done it a little longer. Yeah. I just yeah. wish I could have done it like you, you know, like a handful of years. I need to tell you a story. So like before, before my contract didn't get picked up, I had this, uh, I went to this, this convention, the ice conference. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've been there, yep. you know, integrating technology in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I went to that and it was on a Monday and I just didn't get a very good feeling. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of teachers there, a lot of, you know, reputable people preaching. And I just was like, I'm not sure that I'm getting a really good vibe here. Yeah. Nowhere did I really see like, you know, integrating or like interacting with kids via Instagram and YouTube and Snapchat. Some of the biggest things that kids are on right now. There was no talk of that. Huh. And I was just kind of like, hmm, interesting. Like, why not? You know? So I just kind of had this weird moment and I just this realization and I left I left the conference a little early and I and I made this phone call to one of my best friends Zach it was like 9 15 9 30 in the morning I mm-hmm. call him up I'm like Zach he's like Danny is everything okay is everything okay <laughs> I'm like I'm like yeah dude I'm like I just had a realization and I want to call you and tell you something because you're my best friend I'm like dude I'm leaving teaching in the education realm the education yeah. system I'm done he's like what are we talking about he's like you tried so hard to get this I'm like yeah. dude I just I had this feeling I, I'm out of it I need uh-huh. to get out of it at some point I'm I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be a year or three, but I'm done with it. And I'm going to do this. Oh, you're crazy, man. I love you, but I'm done. I can't do it. Yeah. I threw that out in the universe. So wild. Yeah. And that Friday rolls around. And then I, I found out that my contract didn't get picked up. And yeah. I'm just like, this is what? Like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like, you <laughs> just throw, called your bluff. You throw that, <laughs> like you throw that out there right. and it's just like, all right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess like, this is it. You got yeah. what you wanted, man. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> right. it's been, you know, eight weeks, more than more than that, 10 yeah. weeks. And like, I just, you want to talk about flow state. You want to talk about like, just prospering like i've been doing that like in another realm in another way mm-hmm. and the energy has just been like boom it, it's with tone up you know they were on my show yeah they were on the show and they sponsor us and uh you know i'm working with them and they're mm-hmm. working with me and it's been nothing but fucking good vibes right and i still get to teach i still get to influence and i still get to you know i run their instagram account yeah, yeah. And i run my instagram account and it's growing and it's growing and it's growing every single day and bottom line I still get to put my stuff out there. I still get to influence. I still get to teach. I get to teach with a group of guys and girls that are just phenomenal. And people are there. They're willing to learn and listen. Right, right. And it's been really special, man. Yeah. And it's super fortunate. And I just wanted to tell you that story because it's just wild the way like the universe will. Put, yeah. I mean, I had a previous student tell me, he's like, you're not going to be in this, in this, in this, in, at Oak Park for more than two years. And that was two years ago. Hmm. Like it, it works. Like, I mean... He was right. It's wild, know. man. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> I yeah. like it, you know. I mean, I do. I mean, it's it's it it is what it is, you know. And you know, you, you just here's what we're going to do is we're going to put the best of the best the the students who are who are thinking about this, who are who are they don't have to be like the best, you know, in in health and fitness or in business or anything, but they just they're hungry, they're thirsty for That's something. It. And my goal, and I wrote this down actually, I actually typed it in my phone. Sorry, man, I'm just taking notes. <laughs> so, um, but I said, how do I get all what I call needles and haystacks? How do I get all the needles and haystacks together? Like, how do I get all the students who driven and then help them just build off of each other? So if you could take like that, you know, half of the class, 20% of the class or whatever that are just killing it. Like, they're just like, yeah, man. I want to do what you're doing. Thank you so much for teaching me. I'm going to take this and make this. And, and that you don't, 
you you start facilitating them and you put them in the same room together and then you're just going to watch fire happen that's going to be your next leaders it's not going to be who's got a harvard degree or anything like that it's going to be the grinders yeah so that's why Mm -hmm. it's exciting man right now it is exciting i get to do this you know we get to we get to put those together man for real and like what you just said too like i I think about some like i think about those 20 percent of kids that are like hey how do i do this how like what's the best exercise for this what about your diet plan i get kids that come up to me all the time like hey mr c what's in your green shake or like hey what kind of you know workouts do you do day to day is like you know what's the difference with kettlebells and why do you do it like what like giving me all these questions and uh like i look at some of the kids who are fiery i look at some of the kids who really love this and i tell them and this is like one of the quotes that i'm starting to develop like if you have any sort of passion interest or inclination to do fitness or whatever it is you're obligated to share it with other people Mm -hmm. figure out how to get your personal training degree or whatever or your 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 certification get a good mentor and i i tell them out there i'm like even though i'm leaving here Mm -hmm. i'm not leaving right like you can come shadow what we do over there you can have my email you can get my instagram and we can interact whenever the hell you want whatever you need i'm somebody that can be there for you and i fucking mean that man to the my core yeah you know because there are some kids that show me like hey i want to learn I want to learn and I yeah. want you to teach me yeah. like that that comes out and it's just like okay well this is why I'm finishing out this year like that this is why I'm here yeah. and you know I got a handful of those kids that yeah just kill, kill are looking them, are looking to get influenced and, and learn from them yeah because they're oh, you know I am. there's I, so much what I what I told my students very similar to what you just said is they're like you're leaving us I'm like no I'm expanding your network it's true I mean if you want to stay in my network you're going to get a big network and you're going to find some needles in haystacks so if they want to stay in your network they're going to they're going to kill it they're going to see the cutting edge of fitness they're going to see somebody's taking chances and then you know they're going to probably prosper with that I'm just guessing I hope that they do man I want nothing more than just like to give the opportunity to kids and I want them to seize it because you know everyone's going to have the opportunity or close to it. It's just that, are you going to put the work in to make it something real? At the end of the day, the true teachers are about the students and the student learning from them and teaching them. And yeah. that's, that's the end of the day. And if, if you're doing that, can't go wrong, brother. Dude, I think that's a great way to wrap this thing up, man. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me. Um, I'm at disrupt education on Instagram. Um, disrupt education is a YouTube channel. Uh, that'll come up. Uh, and then I'm uh, www.disrupteducation.co or peterhostrasser.com. Awesome. Hey, man, like I said, you've been a giant inspiration to us. and uh, Always a pleasure having you. You know we're chasing each other on our episodes, man. This is awesome. Yeah. Like We are literally pushing each other. I, so I, I, I it up, you listen, guys. man, like I, I, like I look at you and see you crushing out all those episodes, and I get on Sabri. I'm like, Sabri, we got to put it on. <laughs> you know, and he's like, no, dude, we're going to stop. Right? And I'm yeah. like, no, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. It's a Why is he the one who says That's no? A, I'm guessing you say no. No, I'm it's just It's a kidding. yin and yang thing, yeah, yeah. man. It's a yin and but yang But I appreciate thing. you guys so much, man because yeah I, I listen to all your podcasts man i appreciate and, it and it's whenever i catch a moment or in the car man i throw it out there and actually some of the students were saying you know where do i find a podcast where do i find them like podcasts get to go to soundcloud man soundcloud itunes yeah. youtube like we're on all those avenues you can get the overcast app the podcast app there's so many different ways to listen to podcasts yeah. I- it's pretty much Spotify, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just, and, and they're, they're about, you can buy, you can find podcasts on anything that you want. Yep. You know, there's so many out there right now. Everyone and their mom has a podcast. Pretty much. Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, find something you like, listen to it, take yeah. your time in the car when you're working out, whatever it is, figure it out. Pete, thank you so much for doing this. You bet, and, man. Thank and, you. uh, that's the way we're going to wrap this up. Pete. See you later. Love everybody. Bye.